So first things first, I know that we're going to be doing Joker at some point. We will do a mini pot of that. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who have been enjoying listening to us do constant mini pods, yeah. the big Joker one will be coming out probably later than you're accustomed to. Yeah, probably. But then, but hopefully in a couple weeks, I mean, we, we should be back doing something in a couple weeks. And that's going to be a main type of mini pod yeah, yeah, yeah. because Barrett will be in on that and Jeremy will yeah, be in on sure. that. And, uh, and so we're, we're going to, we're going to do that, but we're just, we're not uh we're not gonna have it uh like right after it comes out or anything. Yeah, I think as I mean as much as you guys can, I believe like Barrett and Jeremy are at least planning on being on one a month. Yeah. I yeah. think that's kind we're, of we're gonna have idea. a we're gonna have a big one every month. So yeah. um but, but we uh, but we've got some fun stuff coming up. I mean Gemini Man comes out in a couple weeks and uh we're getting into some we're getting into some bigger Yeah, movies. I can't wait until October because that's where yeah. the movies start getting better. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello. And we are doing the mini pod. Yeti pod? Yeti pod. <laughs> This is the this is the one that you guys have all been waiting for. <laughs> you you didn't think we were going to try to do a lot of movies, but this proves we are um, <laughs> abominable. Is the is the movie? It's the only major release coming out in uh, yeah, this yeah. Sep- uh, September the uh, September twenty fifth weekend. Yeah, yeah, twenty seventh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess that Renee Zellweger Judy movie is getting like a. A bit of a release, but not a not a wide one. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this so. is the first kids film in uh, quite a while. Actually. Yeah, was it, uh, was it uh, Toy Story Four? Was the last one? Well, Lion King. Uh, a- oh, you mean animated? Yeah, uh, Angry Birds Two. I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. If you want to count that, I don't know if we should, but yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess it is. Um, uh, this one uh, comes from DreamWorks, who. Uh, they're, this studio is is weird to me because they're not nearly at the height as where they were no. uh, when they were doing Shrek and even yeah. like Shark Tale and all of that and everything that was coming out. But over the years, they've sort of gone to this, um, I don't know, I guess they heard the, or they changed, uh, they changed, uh, management or whatever. Because yeah, I, yeah, I'm not really sure who exactly owns them now. They're all over the place. Yeah, they've changed some sort of management. Uh, yeah, they used to be associated with Paramount. I'm not sure that yeah. that's even a thing anymore, but like, but, uh, yeah, they've changed the way their animated movies are. Like, there's a lot more heart to them than there were oh, in yeah, the back yeah, in the day. Sure. It used to be in the 2000s when they first started becoming, you know, uh, really big and everything. Everything was about being as sarcastic and just like, I mean, there was, it, it, everything was like pop culture references. Yeah, they were the anti-Disney. Yeah, that was, that was the main thing. And yeah. I think that's probably because of Jeffrey Katzenberg yeah. and everything. Uh, but then they started doing stuff like Kung Fu Panda and How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. And I think How to Train Your Dragon was a big influence on, uh, where they went. It sure as hell is a big influence on what we're talking about today. Yeah, it for sure <laughs> is because the creature in, in Abominable yeah. acts a lot like Toothless in, in, uh, How to yeah. Train Your Dragon and everything. So, um, so, uh, some initial thoughts about this, uh, this movie. What'd you think? Um, it's, uh, it's fine. Mm hmm. I mean, I don't, I think that's probably the best way to describe this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not 
particularly bad, but it's not good. It's just kind of there. Yeah, it's going to get points for yeah. going to a, another, looking at another culture and, mm-hmm. and, and, and making a cross-country trip across China instead of the U.S. I wish it had done more with that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah. think so. It's going to get credit for that. Um, it is a little weird that Chloe Bennett uh, voices Yi, the main character, who's, you know, yeah. we're talking about a, a lot of Chinese characters. Yeah. Uh, and, and most of the voices are yes, voiced by Asian sure. actors and everything, but she's not, and I don't know why. I, I don't either. <laughs> it makes no sense. Makes no sense. Uh, but she's very good. I mean, no, she's yeah, very good. Yeah. No problem with what she does at all. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, you know, for families, I mean, yeah, the, the character of Abom- Abominable is, is really cute and, and, and like, you know, one of those relatable, yeah uh animated characters that you fall in love with yeah he's very he's you said toothless he's very toothless-esque he's also kind of got a i don't know i don't know why i kept thinking of baymax i mean i don't know that they're really that similar but for some (laughs) reason maybe just because he's big i don't know yeah no he's he's a perfectly fine character i think kids are gonna for the most part love this movie I, i think i think this movie has a lot going for it in that like we just said there hasn't been a lot that's come out in the last like five weeks i mean really the only movie that's even out now i think still in in a decent amount of theaters is lion king that mm-hmm. you would even take your kids to yeah um and that's been out you know since july so uh i think this is going to get a lot of traction just on that alone adults um that are listening to this if you have kids um, it's a perfectly fine movie to take your kid to. I don't think you're going to be, uh, you're not going to hate yourself for sitting through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also not going to probably remember it a week later, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it, like I said, it's, it's perfectly fine. I was not expecting much. Yeah. And it met those expectations. That's, that's true. That's, like- a, that's a very good. <laughs> <laughs> it actually it actually does like actually meet those expectations right um, and maybe we get into more of this about in spoilers but i thought it was really interesting too that for the third movie in a row we are dealing with a main character with a uh, father issue yeah yeah i was thinking that too <laughs> i mean it was just missing a uh, a scene where her father told her he hated her yeah <laughs> exactly like like why didn't yeah they they should have they should have figured out that the father needed to leave and then she would find him on this but, journey but this is an animated movie you know this is so th- so the father had to die yeah, obviously yeah. cuz that's what we do to our kids i've got to say i was thinking about this during this movie uh, it just feels like we can't make a character interesting anymore unless they've had a parent die. I don't, I, it's become a crutch, right? It's well, especially for a lot of animated movies. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it, every single movie it seems like nowadays has a character who's like this and they don't have both parents, but it's not because they divorced or anything. Mm-hmm. It's because one of them has died or both of them has died. And, uh, and I guess it's, you sort of, you start from a place there. Like, how do I make this character interesting? Oh, well, <laughs> dad died. Dad had a lot of influence. I was thinking of Bumblebee during this movie. Yeah, no, yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. And at the very beginning, like everything that they set up at the beginning of Bumblebee is like the same thing here. Yeah, that's right. Where the father's died. The father had a, was teaching her some sort of talent that she has later on and she's working these jobs and everything. No, that's a, oh my God, that's an insanely good comparison. 
embarrassing. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's the, she's working these jobs, and she's got these popular kids that she's yeah. trying to impress. Yeah, and and they're just <laughs> like, all right, well, it's not like Bumblebee was the only one, but it reminded me of Bumblebee. That's a, rec- a lot. That's a recent example of this, <laughs> right. uh, of this kind of crutch. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, before we get into any kind of spoilers or or anything, uh, what would you rate this? Um, I think this is a C. See? I mean, I think this is a straight up just across the board. I mean, this is very middle of the road. This is like five out of ten. Um, you know, it, it like you said, you, low expectations. It kind of stays there. Doesn't really move the move the. Uh, God, I can't think what I'm trying to say. Doesn't move the meter at all. I guess needle, needle, I, needle, I, needle. Thank I, you. Was, I, I was, I I mean, it's it's. What is it? This is one of those things where I get tied up into a knot on yeah. ratings. This is why. For the longest time, when I would do reviews, I wouldn't give stars or or letter grades or anything yeah. like that. Like we gave Ad Astra a B minus, and I think it's I think it deserves a B minus. This movie doesn't aim for as much, but I still feel like it's a B minus. I hear you. Like Ad Astra aimed really high, yeah. and so it got a well, B minus. And but- I think you know the Roger Ebert's deal was all. I mean, different critics are different, but I know Roger Ebert's deal was he would try to stay within the genres, and you know, there's other critics that do different things. So. I mean, you know, if you're looking at like an animated movie, I mean, I could see this being. I and I think also like I think it's a range. Like I think it's somewhere in that B minus to like C yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just it's kind of falling like, on the lower end of yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like my B minus is any yeah, exactly. better than your C. Exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's where I would put this. Uh, it it does it does a serviceable serviceable job of getting, you know, yeah. uh, having that family outlet. It's good. It's I mean, it does exactly what you would hope it would do looks good looks good uh, it's very easy on the eyes um the like you said the the abominable uh everest is his name they she gives him the name of everest mm-hmm. uh he's he's adorable um and and really like he's very not that i've seen a lot of like yeti movies but like and i i except for smallfoot i can't even think of an animated one. well missing link came out oh earlier i forgot this year. about missing link that's yeah. more of a sasquatch though, it's I sasquatch guess. Yeah. but he's looking for his brethren who yeah, are the true. yeti that's true that's true oh that's right that's the whole thing they go to they go up there yeah and, or you know down so the we road. had like two movies this year that sort of deal with this and then trying, smallfoot came out last year trying to get back home thing i didn't see smallfoot what was it about it was about, um, it was like, well, I, I think, I think it was supposed to be like, cause it's called Smallfoot, so you would think that'd be Bigfoot, but I think they were Yeti, if I remember correctly, cause they were definitely like in a cold area. And, um, there, the whole thing there was, it was kind of a twist on the whole thing. Like, they're scared of the human. Yeah, the yeah. The humans yeah. are the small feet. Right, right. So it's not, um, this time, it's not a Bigfoot that no. wanders away or no, is and alone it, or and anything. It's more, it's more of what you would look at like an early DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. It's more a little slapsticky and punny and like fart jokes. And, yeah. I mean, this is definitely more in the How to Train Your Dragon. Um, I, up was another thing that I kept thinking of mm-hmm. because there's the whole thing about she wants to do these things that her dad wanted to do with her. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely more in those. It it's a it's a go for the feels. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of movie. I just don't think it's anywhere near as successful as those. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Even, even and even not that I loved Bumblebee, but like I don't even know if it's as successful as Bumblebee. Yeah. That might be a good uh a good one to compare it to though. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, well, let's uh, move on to uh, spoilers as much as we could possibly. Spoil this movie. <laughs> no spoilers! Kaiser so Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's what? the sister and the daughter. Just no, 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 no,
so yeah, um, he's, uh, I, I don't think I ever quite got everything down here. We have a character by the name of Burnish, who is apparently like this guy who's a wealthy, like philanthropist type or whatever. Yeah, he's actually speaking of Up. He's kind of like the the villain in Up, right? Yeah, isn't kind, that kind of what he does. Kind of guess, yeah. yeah. Where would be that? And he's he's got a facility though where he keeps all these like uh, these very yeah. rare creatures, including the abominable snowman, yeah. which we find out is like a younger version of it. It it looks big to everybody else, but it's it's a it's a baby. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember exactly. I remember that scene being kind of silly where they figure that oh, oh because that was stupid. because she puts she puts rocks in front of them and says these are your parents. Yeah, and, and then just, so he holds them. So then it's like oh well he's a kid. Yeah, he just <laughs> under well there's a point where he's playing around with that uh, character who likes all the basketball paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, 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 they're like having a little like rough housing type of thing. And yeah. then she goes, Oh, I get it now. He's just like a kid. Yeah. And then he, then she does that rock thing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and it, it's always good to have your abominable snowman or whatever, your, your other out there who knows all human, like everything that they mean when yeah. they, when they do stuff. Like you put rocks in front of most yeah. animals, they're going to be like, what the fuck is that? And, <laughs> but th- this guy, he's like, you know. Yeah. Well, and at the first of the movie too, they do, the, you know, she, when she's trying to help him, um, they do a lot of, uh, like where she's showing him like, look, I'm going to put these bandages on you and stuff that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the way she's communicating with him. But then about 20 minutes later, they've abandoned all that. They're just talking to him. Yeah. Like, like he's and one he of just them. Gets it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just carrying on conversations with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but so yeah, it, the, the burnish character is doing this, but there's another like, uh, secondary villain character, uh, uh Dr. Zara. Wait, this yeah. is Sarah Paulson. Voices. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't know she's a villain. We don't know at the beginning. We think she's a sweet, uh, like, uh, scientist doing work. Yeah. And trying to find out things and and preserve these type of animals. But then we find out later she's actually real crooked and evil and everything. Yeah, she's wanting to, like, I think she's trying to sell the Yeti to somebody that's going to, like, dissect it and. Right. There's going to be a, there's going to be money involved with whatever that they do when they, when they get him. Uh, but yeah, we don't know that at first. We think Burnish is like the real, the yeah. real, uh, uh, guy, but he's, he's actually a good guy in this. Uh, although. He finds his way. Yeah, he finds his way. He's, because at first we, we think he's just an evil villain because he, they, they show him the whooping snakes. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he goes over and just like wants to like hit them yeah. and then he wants to make a belt out of them. He's, he's basically Corella DeVille. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying stuff to like his like henchmen, you know, like if you can't find them, you're going to go back to like being a traffic guard at the mm, school, you know, he's yeah. just saying, or, you know, like valeting or whatever it is, you know, he's like being all tough and. Yeah. So the the main thing is is that he the abominable snowman thing, uh, which we eventually call Everest, breaks out of this facility and then ends up on top of this building, an apartment building. Yeah. Uh, and I guess stays there for m- like more than twenty four hours, just knocked I guess out. So. I don't know, uh, cause we see the main character Yi going to all yeah. of her jobs and all this other stuff. Um, yeah, there must be like mounds of shit up on top of that. You would think apartment building. it could be, he could be, he just slept the whole time. I don't know. I'd prefer to me to think that more than the shitting, but, I know. but, uh, but like, um, she goes, she, there's a, she goes through all that stuff where she's going through all of her jobs and she's, uh, being made fun of by the rich kids, including a yeah. kid that's in her building and, 
and then like uh she goes up and I, I guess her mom wants to like, would you bring out that violin and we can play some music? Yeah. And she claims to have sold the violin, yeah. which we find out immediately is not true. She's kept, yeah. kept it. She just doesn't like hanging out with her mom and grandma. And, uh, and then she plays the violin and the, uh, abominable snowman, uh, they, they well, I guess there's a helicopter that comes by while she's doing the, yeah, work. they're searching for it. And they, and that's when she finds, finds it. And then starts helping. Yeah. And it. then there's the most convenient shit ever where like there's a sign for Everest just hanging up and, yeah. uh, and, and, and that just happens to be where he's from. And, and she's like, is that where you want to go? And like, yeah, they're going to make this thousand mile <laughs> trek. From I think it's Shanghai. I, that sounds right. To to Mount Everest, <laughs> and don't they don't bring warm clothing? No, they just like in in t shirt and shorts. Yeah, they just decide at the last second to jump on that boat. And they're, yeah, they're, they're, here they go. Jumps. Yeah, and then Doesn't even know where the boats go. Two other characters and this this one this one character Ping, who's like yeah. the big basketball obsessed kid. Jumps on with her, and then the uh, the other the other guy who I guess is like, um, it's Pink's cousin. It is okay. It's Pink's cousin, and it sounds like they're uh, his name's Jen. Uh, yeah, Jen. And then I, it, Yi and Jen apparently have grown up together. I still, I mean, I guess they're supposed to be like seventeen, eighteen. I never could really quite figure that out. I know he's talking about he's going to Beijing to look at college. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. That's that's how they 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 write that off is that yeah. there's that they're going to Beijing and like they they don't they don't mention this at all. Just just happen to be like just call yeah. them on the phone and all right, well then they they still make this thousand mile trip and apparently yeah. in enough time in enough time where nobody gets upset about how long they've been yeah. gone. I don't know how this happens they basically a lot of stuff is just swept under the rug here this thousand mile trip the fact they don't bring any uh warm clothes the only time they even bring up warm clothes is when they're actually near the mountains yeah and like the and burnish is like here ha- i'll have my my guys give yeah. them give you your coats yeah and there's that one guy that took his pants off apparently <laughs> yeah 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 he's adjust your coats um they just wanted the coats, Dave. Yeah. So this is one of those big, huge things where there's this, there's an adventure. They go across the country. They yeah. go to all these uh, amazing places in China and everything. But it's not that exciting. No. There's a, I mean, there's a fairly cool, there's a really cool scene, I thought, when they're getting away from the bad guys. And because Abominable has these, now, oh, by the way, did we mention Abominable has special powers? Yeah. Um, Abominable has special powers where like he can like start glow, glowing and he can change nature around yeah. him and everything. And the first time we ever really see this, I guess there's a, one small thing early on. Like we see flowers, like ET, like almost. Yeah. 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 You see flowers on the rooftop grow. Yeah. And then later on, he he makes it where blueberries grow to an yeah. insane to like bomb like size, yeah. And they have to run because yeah. that's how big they are. <laughs> and uh, and then there's but then there's another scene where they're being chased by the bad guys and they're in a boat and they're going through rice fields. Mm-hmm. And like uh, there's a point where they go through, they're just going through rice and they're like, well, I guess the boat's gonna stop. Yeah. But he does his power thing and it makes the rice fields all look like ocean waves. Yeah, that probably was the coolest scene, especially visually. Yeah, and and, and it leads to a fairly cool although it's a cool scene where they get to that buddha thing and they're and they're going to and and she finds out that this is where her she and her father were going to 
they were going to have a cross country trip yes. before he died. Yes. And she finds out that all the places that they're going, they've been, are places yeah, they wanted to and go. Don't they kind of make it seem like Everest did that on purpose, which was really yeah. weird because yeah. I'm like that doesn't even. I wasn't even and like when I had forgotten those those things existed, like mm. those pictures existed, because that was the whole thing they set up where she had this wall of pictures on the roof of. The places her and her father wanted to go to together, yes. which was kind of the up. Thing. Well, and the other thing confusing about it is they bring that up right after Abominable has been introduced. Yeah. And we think that that's what she's done. I thought at first, just seeing that yeah. map, that's what she had plotted out to get him to Everest. And I didn't oh, know yeah, that yeah, was yeah. even her and her father or anything. Yeah. Uh, but that was just because I wasn't looking too closely. I just thought that was yeah. what. And there was a super, there was just a super quick aside before she discovered him where she was just, he said something like, uh, you know, you know, dad, we didn't get to go to these places, but I'm trying to save it. That's why she was saving up money. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, but it's a really quick aside. It's very easy to forget because they, they don't bring it up again until this point. Mm hmm. But, uh, it, I mean, it's a, a cool scene. They get on this Buddha thing, and she starts playing her violin music, but it's too Coldplay's Fix You. Yeah. And it's it sort of takes you out of it. Yep. Because uh, you're sitting there going, I know this song. What? And, and they had been playing some yeah. pretty awesome violin music all the way through, so I didn't know why Fix You was, like, picked yeah. for this. We could have gotten, like, some nice, like, regional music. <laughs> yeah, which... I, I'm like, going to guess in other countries it might be a different thing. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But like, I, I kept thinking of Coco though, where like that yeah. was, that was something where they really embraced the culture and that was the, that was the music you heard. And, yes. And, um, and I was hoping, I guess they would do more of that here and they did not, but that's fine. I but mean, it, it is what it is. Her violin gets broken during that whole like boat thing and, uh, he fixes the violin somehow. Abominable does. Oh, uses is uh, yeti hair yeti hair and uh and uh, he fixes the violin and then it now has magical properties of course too. so when course she that's so when she does the violin everything like flowers <laughs> start blooming from water droplets uh and i heard a, there was a kid there was like a, a father with his two kids uh in a row in front of me and this this one one kid this like i guess his son was like that's impossible <laughs> that's impossible <laughs> we'll, we'll have to hire that kid i know here. exactly he He's gonna be he's gonna be on our payroll. Um, so yeah, the 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 whole thing is them just bringing him back. I, there was a couple of fun, there. I would say the funniest thing for me is when Jen uh, escapes from the bad guys, mm -hmm. and he's at first he's gonna get on. He's looking for a vehicle to get out. So he steal he steal like the keys are thrown his way. <laughs> yeah. And because of some argument that Doctor Zara has with one of the henchmen. And the keys are just there. So he's like, all right, which, which, and he's going around and he finds a motorcycle. And we've seen him ride around on a motorcycle yeah. before. So he's like, awesome. And the motorcycle basically takes <laughs> yeah. off without him. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he decides, all right, I, I'm going to run through the forest. And we've been, we've been, it's already been set up that if you try to go towards this one spot in the forest, there's all these evil eyes yeah. in the, in like these Scooby Doo yeah, type yeah, of yeah. like creatures yeah. are out there. And so he decides to brave it. And he runs through with his phone, only his phone light. Yeah. And it's a really fun little montage yeah. where he's running through and like, ah, yeah. and there's like all sorts of, 
and they show his path, which is so weird and like Blair Witch Project almost and everything. Family Circus. Yeah. Uh, that type of thing. And, and I thought that was my, that was my favorite part of the movie probably. No, that was good. He ends up getting a, he gets a boat, right? He like, <laughs> trades, trades his phone for a boat. Trades his phone for a boat and, and the, and the guy who takes the phone immediately just takes a selfie yeah. with it. And he does that whole Rambo thing too, where like he, he break, he tears off part of his clothes and yeah. makes a headband out of it. And yeah. Paints the stuff on its face. Yeah. Cause at first he's like, <laughs> that Jen character is, is set up to be like a, uh, you know, to be really worried about his appearance and yeah. like his social life and all. And, and he's, uh, he's of course wearing new shoes that are ruined immediately after he jumps on the boat. Um, uh, I thought that was weird. I didn't really understand like his status though, because uh, there's an early scene where we see her working all of her jobs, mm-hmm. and um, and then one of the jobs is she has to throw away uh, like bags of fish for this restaurant. Yeah. So she like she's like she's clearly like I guess she doesn't smell good. Like she's really dirty when mm-hmm. she's walking home. There's like there's like flies around her, yeah. which is really dumb, but right. whatever. And so Jen and his like two girlfriends or whatever, they're walking past her and they're make some comment about what does that smell? And they, to me at first I was like, Oh, these are like the rich kids, the preppy kids or whatever. But then you find out he lives in her apartment yeah. building. Yeah. That was one so... thing that I didn't, I didn't understand either. It was, it was a real convenient way of making yeah. those characters interact with each yeah. other. And it didn't seem like she was like poor. I mean, they, they had like a, just had an apartment. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, it yeah, was they're just, not poor, but it was the, her and her mom and her grandmother that was always making dumplings. Yeah. 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 Because now <laughs> after bow, we, we can't have any kind of like, you know, uh, that was like her only trait though, man. That woman just made dumplings. Yeah. Every time you saw her, she was making dumplings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, were, I didn't, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't get that either, but, yeah. uh, cause they do set him up as someone who's like richer than everybody else and popular and but everything. The, yeah. And then in the scene you're talking about is where he, he finally figures out what he needs to do. He's, he's okay getting dirty. Yeah. Quote unquote and all that, you know. So. Yeah. But it's fine. It's a, it's a fun moment. Yeah. So in the end, there are, there are moments sprinkled in that are fun. Abominable, the uh, Everest character is, is fun. Uh, it's just that, you know, there's nothing great here. But there's, yeah. I don't know if it's aspiring to that either. So you know, it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. exactly what this movie. Ma- is. Yeah, maybe I should have given it a C plus. But it's uh, yeah, I mean it it's fine. Like, and I and I I really think like kids are gonna dig it. Like I and especially with nothing else out there. And this has a couple weeks before like Adam's Family I think comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, and I don't even know how good that's gonna yeah. be. Yeah, I'm not I'm not or, uh, excited about. And, that. Well, and I'm not really sure if kids are that excited about it because like mm. even my daughter she doesn't know what the Adams Family is and yeah. it just looks kind of like a silly. I think movie they're kind of hoping that it that it, the name recognition is not a big deal and that they'll just want to go see it based on yeah. how it looks but yeah. I, I don't know i thought see uh I'm, re- I'm i'm rarely super wrong about a movie uh a movie's box office but i remember when smurfs came out and i thought yeah. the exact same thing i was like hey who in these day and this day and age knows what the Smurfs are? Yeah. And then it went on to be this huge hit. Yeah, the first one did, right? The first the, the one. The lot, second one did yeah. nothing. But like, uh, and then that animated one didn't do anything either. Um, that they released like a couple years later. Oh, I thought they were all animated. Well, it was one of those where there were live action people in it, though. Oh, okay. Like Gargamel was um, was live action, and oh, and then. Uh, uh, Jenna Mays, is that her name? Yeah, from Jenna Glee. May. Yeah. Like her and, I don't, uh, Doogie, uh, or Gemma May. Or Gemma May, something like that. And then, uh, 
I can't think of anybody's name right now. Doogie Hauser. Oh, Neil Patrick. Neil Patrick Harris. I think they were like the adult characters, and uh, but the Smurfs were animated, or yeah. they were claymation or CG or whatever. Um, I guess they were CG. But uh, but yeah. Anyways, you're right. Yeah, I didn't think that movie was going to do anything. Jama Mays. That's why I, oh, I was okay. like, nothing seemed right that we said. <laughs> um, you know, the girl that was allergic to uh, to come on the league. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for all you kids out there listening about this uh, this abominable, uh, yeah, you know, she's allergic to cum in the league. Uh, <laughs> uh, How do we come back from that? Uh, yeah. But no, but I, I so I think this movie is probably going to be fairly successful, and I mean, you know, it's not going to be huge. But, no, uh, but I like, but I, but I just would say for you know the uh, people with kids, like I said earlier, I, I think this is a perfectly fine movie to take your kids to. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're going to feel like you wasted your time doing it. It's it's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, uh that's going to do it for this uh this mini pod of uh of I can't abominable um, Yeti Pod. Yeti Pod. Um, if you want to uh, comment on this, go to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. There's a CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter, and you can be found at Twitter, Jonathan. I'm on at Sam Loomis13. And I also, I forgot to mention this the last couple of mini pods we did, but you can also, if you want to hear me do other things, um, you can hear me on Behind the Sins podcast, which I do with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. We have, uh, coined ourselves as the CinemaSins B team. And uh, we have a we have a good time over there, and you guys show up on there occasionally. Yeah, so, we do. Uh, so that's always a fun thing to listen to. When and then, you and guys are like derelict in your duties, I know, we show I up. Know. And then we obviously they can hear you every week on the Sincast. So, that's uh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. It's Chris Atkins and Jonathan Woggins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Reddit, and be sure to visit cinemasends.com. So we're going, you know, we're going to, what well, we're going to Disney and next week after this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're going, uh, there's like two other families that are going at the same time we are. So we're doing some stuff with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had to buy, uh, w- the guys were going to, uh, Universal Horror Nights one night while the girls and the kids, the women and the kids are going to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which, mm-hmm. which I've been to a couple times. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I bought my tickets for, I bought my ticket for the, uh, Universal Horror Nights today. $250. Jesus. Really? For one fucking day. Well, what it is is they the ticket itself is like seventy bucks, so you're just like, okay, cool. So then you call and they're like, well, if you want to not have to wait in line, you know, you can get this express pass. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. The express pass is almost double, jeez, <laughs> on top. Which like Disney, the fast passes are just included with what you do. You just have to get them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Universal just does like this all inclusive package. And then they give you this deal where it's like, for $25 more, you can come to the park like three hours early and ride all these rides. And I'm like, well, I mean, at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I feel like I'm, I've just been taken advantage of. Yeah. And all my orifices. Oh, yeah. They uh, they know that you want to do something down there, so they, they jack that price up. They know you're here probably like you probably don't go down just for Universal Studios a lot of times. You're going exactly, down there yeah. for Disney, so they're they're charging you Disney prices. 
Yeah. Well, and see, the thing with Disney, like, I don't know how people go on vacation with, like, multiple kids. Yeah. Because the thing with Disney, we're DVC. We're Disney Vacation Club members, which means you buy – it's kind of like a timeshare, but you buy points. Uh-huh. And you can use those points at any time during the year. Uh, depending on what time of year it is, sometimes it's more points you have to use, vice versa. Um, so our lodging is taken care of when we go. Mm-hmm. And um, but but you still have to get tickets to the park. You still have to eat souvenirs. Yep. I mean, so we still spend you know a few thousand. Yeah. I mean, easy. Mm-hmm. And we have one child. Mm-hmm. And and I just and I know you can cut corners, but. You can only cut so many corners. Yeah, I imagine people with multiple kids going down to Disney are either rich or they have to be, or are they? They are finding some other sort of deal where they yeah. go to the park and then they're like, well, "We're going to eat before we go there." Yeah, and you'll well, and you'll you can bring food in so mm-hmm. that you'll see people like that's kind of amazing actually. Oh well, yeah, it is. That is one thing that's kind of interesting. You can't bring like glass and stuff, but like if um you know people with strollers, like they'll bring like small coolers and stuff. You mm-hmm. can bring bottled waters in and stuff. Yeah, uh, but you'll see people occasionally at a picnic, like at one not picnic table, but like at one of the outside tables, like they'll be eating a sandwich or something. Yeah, so, and I was looking up these. I hadn't looked up these voices yet. There's not a lot of. Yeah, there's not a lot of known talent. What is weird, though, is that Chloe Bennett is the voice of Yee. Yeah, like, it's all... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we might discuss that. I did yeah. I did not know that. Which... Who is she again? She's uh, She's the main main chick. Oh, she's from... Uh, yeah, she's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We actually gave... Um, we gave, because of her, an agent... We gave a sent off of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because of her. Oh, really? For what reason? She's just good. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it was kind of one of those where it was like, there's a lot of problems with this, but Chloe Bennett is not one of them yeah. or something like that. Eddie Izzard, I had a hard time figuring out. Like, I was like, I knew the voice. Yeah, and I at didn't one, know who it was at And all. at one point, I even thought it might be Graham Norton. Oh, I don't yeah. know why, but I was just like, I was trying really hard to figure out. But anyways. Um, also, I was told by, well, just one person on Twitter. I don't know how many people are actually saying this, but I was told that my uh, I need to work on my, uh, my mini pod game as far as like when I... I guess because Barrett and Jeremy always were so always, enthusiastic. Always yell the mini pod. But my thing was like I didn't want to like I just felt like that was their thing. Yeah, I know. Although I was really mad on Hustlers that I didn't say Jenny Pod. Oh yeah, that's right. Thought about that later. So. <laughs> it's like just you know I might as well just fucking quit. I've clearly I'm clearly not able to do this correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean that's half the experience of someone <laughs> yelling mini pod or a variation of it. He had a lot of nice. He had a, he had a lot of compliments on top of that though. Yeah, it's, so it was it was all good. Yeah, it was just like really, this is what I'm not doing right. I love how Wikipedia, <laughs> like whoever writes those things, are very matter of fact about things. And only like, we're not going to worry about like inconsistencies. This is just what happens. Well, like I mean, and you never, and it's really weird too because like you'll look up like some like um, like really big movie. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even get an example. Like maybe like Argo. And there'll be like three paragraphs, mm-hmm. and then you'll look up like Friday the th- like Jason goes to hell mm-hmm. the final Friday, and there'll be like two pages. Yeah, it's like it's never like abominable. There's a paragraph, whereas mm-hmm. at Astra there was like a ton of shit. Yeah, you know? so it's just it's weird. I don't know. Is it all like volunteer? Is it all people so. just writing in? Yeah, it's people who who write it in, and then I don't know if they. I don't think they. I'm not sure. Tr- I'm not sure how if there's a like a submission rule. Or if yeah, you can know. just do it, and then somebody comes across it and says, "Okay, there's some 
bad information here. We need to change that. I've donated a couple bucks every now and then, though, just because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I do enjoy – I like having it there. It, yeah. uh, it does serve its purpose sometimes, especially, like, it's really – I love doing the, like um, – any year in film, mm-hmm. there's just so much information on there. If you ever need to know something about, I mean, that's what you know I've used in the past for. Yeah, if I've wanted to go back and look at a certain year and try to watch some stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Although they do suffer, it's not as bad as IMDb, but some of the stuff is still annoying because it's like it was released in a festival for one week, but it didn't actually come out here till like the next year. So mm-hmm. Wikipedia will have it on both years. Mm-hmm. Um. It'll be like, you know, it'll be like something will be listed as 2010, but then you'll pull it up and it'll say release in the U.S. January 19th, 2011. It's like, yeah. Why isn't this fucking under 2011? Yeah. <laughs> now you got my list all screwed up. Yeah. There's no, there's never, ever, damn it. never seems to be consensus about when a movie actually came out a lot of times. Like, well, it was played in festivals and blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to know. When it came out in a theater, and you could buy, and you could pay, you could yeah. pay money for it. Well, this is like stuff only like you know, like film geeks and stuff probably worry about. But like when we're trying to do our year end stuff, like uh, one cut of the dead mm-hmm. that just came out on Shutter. And to the best of my knowledge, other than like a couple, like it recently had at the like like Belcourt had it mm-hmm. for a night recently, and um, and I haven't watched it yet, so I don't have an opinion on it, but. Um, but I guess that counts as a 2019 film, even though, like, I've heard people talking about it for, like, two years now. Yeah. I don't know. But I think that's the release. I mean, it hasn't really had a, a, a U.S. release. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would still defer to where where did it get released? Yeah. And was were people, were the public able to go and buy tickets for it? Because I know, like, I know Jeremy got, like, the Blu-ray, but I think he got, like, uh, it was, like, a U.K you know blu-ray mm. or, or 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 japan or or somewhere i mean it wasn't like a i don't think it had been i don't think it's been released here on yeah blu-ray, I, I don't know I, so. I i watched his blu-ray um did you like it i did um i just haven't had a chance to watch it yet i'm hoping mm. to watch it this weekend yeah but uh it's not very long so no and i and i like i'm so excited because i knew nothing about it oh like, good I just know that they're filming a zombie movie. Best not to know about. That's anything. what I've heard, so I just avoided everything. Yeah. 